The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Jesus enjoined them, Watch out, guard against the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. They concluded among themselves that it was because they had no bread. When he became aware of this, he said to them, Why do you conclude that it is because you have no bread? Do you not yet understand or comprehend? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes and not see, ears and not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the five thousand? How many wicker baskets full of fragments you picked up? They answered him, Twelve. When I broke the seven loaves for the four thousand, how many full baskets of fragments did you pick up? They answered him, Seven. He said to them, Do you still not understand? The Gospel of the Lord. This is a tough question from Jesus, really. Do you know? Um, the, way that he, the way that he sets it all up, he asks us, do we understand? I'm not sure that we're gonna, he's going to get a better answer from us uh, than, than the disciples who thought he was just talking about bread. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, he's talking, okay, so Jesus, we are, put us in the right ballpark. We're not talking about bread, okay? So uh, this is the first part of a, of a very provisional answer, perhaps. Um, but I think it's clear, right, that we see this, uh, this uh, account uh, uh, follow immediately after uh, Jesus has been asked for a sign, and he says that this generation is not going to receive a sign, and now he's saying to be on your, to be on your guard. Um, and in, in many ways, I, I think there is, you know, it's, it's simply a matter of, um, say, competing understandings of what it means for Jesus to be Israel's Messiah. Uh, it's, it goes down deeper because it's about um, agendas uh, beneath that, which is a matter of like who, who is going to profit from not only what Jesus is doing, but, uh, but who he is, what, right? And, and then I think perhaps uh, underneath that, we get some sense of um, what is going on in, in the hearts of people such that we're able to identify something of, of the problem that Jesus is facing and the remedy for the problem. And we could point all the way back to, uh, to Genesis, right? We're getting that, we're getting that first reading uh, these, these weeks uh, from the book of Genesis. So yeah, I you know, where, where to start really, I think is, um, is to say that the, that competing, the competing um, understanding or, or um, yeah, interpretation perhaps of what the Messiah is, is supposed to be, uh, because of course the, the feeding uh, works of God that Jesus performs, these, uh, these impressive uh, feats, or at least these feats that, that made an impression, Jesus uh, feeding the, the, the multitude, you know, that is, that is a sign of Jesus' messiahship. It's a sign of his kingship. Um, but it's also a, a recapitulation, like the sense that uh, Israel's history is, is, um, is being lived out again in Jesus and through him. So this is like the, the, um, the manna in the, in the wilderness. And Jesus is the one who, 
who provides. He provides the food for God's people in need, but he also is is leading them, right? He's also, he's, he, he, of course, he's the, the God figure in the scene because he's God in the flesh, but he's providing for his people also uh, with, the, with the works of, of prophecy and teaching and um, the, the giving of the, of the law, of the new law for his uh, renewed people. So whereas, you know, in, in the other gospels, we see that the commentary is the, the people being fed wanted to, wanted to carry Jesus off and make him king. Right here, we didn't, we didn't get the commentary in Mark, but we have that understanding as well. They want to make him a king of their choosing. I mean, why not, right? Is, someone's going to come on the scene and, and feed you. Uh, you know, he has the power to, to feed you at will. I, you know, I might make that guy my king. Do you know it's, okay, great. Do, I don't have to pay for it. Do you know, like, oh, okay, it was, yeah, you can be the king as long as you keep feeding me. Do you know, it's a, that's fine for me. Okay, so, but what's happening in, what's, what's happening there as well is that, of course, if, if uh, Jesus wants to be the king for the Pharisees or for the, um, I say the, the uh, Herod and his, and his house, he has to perform deeds that line up with what? With their agenda and the advancing of their agenda. Yeah? And, and that is, that's not what he's going to do. So this is where he's going, this is where, this is, I think, this, the sense of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. We can say, they are, his, Jesus' disciples are not to take on the agendas of their day. They're not, they're not to assume for themselves. They're not to, they're not to live out of the agendas of, of their day, which is something like, you know, like an, an Israel on the rise Right, and, and Israel, like for the for the Pharisees, uh, and an Israel that is, um, you know, prosperous materially, and and so on and so. Like Jesus is going to, in in this sense, right? What they're looking for is um, for for the rise of the of the nation, and and that means like the 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 material material possessions and the like. Uh, it also means independence, whatever that whatever that means. It certainly means getting rid of the Romans and, and all that kind of thing, right? But this is, this is their agenda, kind of this view of national prosperity, yeah. And um, if your sense of if your sense of things is that God exists so as to enrich me, you're not going to understand Jesus. It's just the, it's just the way it is. Right, and we have that kind. Of, we have that sense in our own. In is it in our cultural milieu? Is it is it just the way uh, we as Americans talk about uh, things of things of faith? Right, we, when we talk about blessings from God, if I said to you, you know, think about think about some of the great blessings that God has given you, right? They tend to all align with. Your own material and your own material prosperity and your health, things like that, or the or the health or material prosperity of other people. Is that really? Is that it? Is that the extent? Anyway, this is my my sense is then right. This is the this is the leaven of the Pharisees or of Herod, because you know we we as a people understand that we've been called to live lives of, of great and costly love. That's what our mission is. We, we recognize that as a people. We can take that on as a people. Um, but, you know, how, how much of the little leaven is going to raise the whole lot? 
right? In the sense that how, how much, I mean, how many times do I have to go to Amazon a week for me to start thinking that my life is about, you know, personal enrichment or comfort? Once, probably, you know, <laughs> it's like, stay, stay away from Amazon. I told you I'm preaching to myself, but um, this is, uh, you know, we have to be, it, the sense is Jesus with his disciples. You have to be on your guard because I've come to do a particular thing and you're called to be part of that thing. So you're going to have to be careful to not allow the other things, namely centering your life on things other than the true and living God. You're going to have to be very careful to hold those things off so as to not ruin the entire batch. This is tr- this is clearly true for us today. And then again, like that next level deeper, which is what we get from Genesis, where God is talking about the wickedness of the people. Yeah? And, uh, and Jesus even giving us a, um, you know, this little quote from, from Jeremiah is, is this, is the same kind of, is the same kind of thing. It's talking about hearts gone astray. Guess what? Hearts go astray. God's project comes off the rails. Yeah. I mean, to, right. We don't have, we don't have the power to derail God's project. It's going, it's going to continue. Right? There's, and there's great consolation in that because we know that our hearts are going astray all the time. Right? But this is it. The power of, of, of the movement that Jesus is affecting demands the centering of, of hearts and lives on the true and living God, which, which we can't do without Jesus. And we can't do it without his, without his strength, without his power. We simply can't do it. Uh, and so, yeah, so we have to be then focused. Okay, we're going we're gonna to hold off the various agendas of our day so that we can live the missioned lives that God has called us to, lives of great and costly love that we've been called to, and we are going to live those lives by faith, right? We're going to live those lives by entrusting ourselves to Jesus so that he can do in us what we can't achieve in ourselves. And and it's not just achieving ourselves like, okay, right now, and then I've done it, check the box, I'm moving on. No, this this is the work of a lifetime. The renewal that God wants to affect in us is the is the work of a lifetime. We become we come before Him today to say yes. We ought to we got to come before Him any number of times today and say yes to Him. Right? We're going to say no to no to the world and its various agendas, but we got to say yes to Him. We got to allow Him to to work that renewal in us. And again, it's this is the fruit of uh, of an of an intimate and personal relationship with Jesus, which we and He's calling us into that relationship. Today, in fact, right, God is God is loving us into life today, right? By by His love for us, He's stirring our hearts. He's healing us. He's giving us strength. If we if we if we will allow Him, if we will allow Him to, and then He and then affecting that renewal in us, we are made ready to renew and restore His entire world. We're able to we're able to go out and in the in the power of self-giving love, reorder all the, all the things that we encounter to be more firmly grounded on love itself, uh, giving, you know, giving God the glory all the while because it's his work, he's called us by his initiative, and he's the one who is, is making it happen in us and, and working his mighty deeds also through us.